And welcome once again to everyone that is joining us either through the podcast or through video. So great to have you joining for this conversation that really is near and dear to our hearts around why celebrations matter when we're coming together as teams. It is really integral when we're thinking about how we're building that culture of collaboration over time. The celebrations are more than just celebrating. If that makes sense, we'll unpack that as we go. We are going to talk about what we've learned through this process, why celebrations matter, and then leave you with some really um, clear next steps that you might be able to infuse into your very next team meeting. So let's get started. Intentional and purposeful focus on building a culture of collaboration is the secret for leaders striving to make a difference. In building a culture of collaboration, Curtis and Lorna Hewson will share simple tips, ideas, and strategies to take your organization's collaborative efforts to the next level. So when we think about celebrations, we certainly have always thought that celebrating or taking the time to celebrate is really an important part of bringing teams together. 100%, yes. And, but when we did start, we thought, you know, it will be really nice to be able to start our meeting with a celebration for us to be able to set the tone of the meeting, um, for us to be able to just start off on that positive note. And you know, when we're getting into conversations, especially as they get more and more challenging, being able to start on a positive note, just it puts a different tone to starting the meeting. But we found out that actually is only a very small part of why celebrations matter. It's interesting because um, as we began our work, we, we did always start with celebrations. Yeah. And we continue to now as well. But what we realized over time is that the time spent in celebration uh, really builds that culture of your team mm -hmm. of, you know, what what is the growth that we have had and how do we work toward that? But not only that, but if we take the step to ask a, a small question, the why, <laughs> why did that celebration occur? It allows us to surface what are the things that we have actually done to contribute to that success. Yeah. So let's take a step back and just picture this then. So we'd say, anyone have a celebration? And we'd have, yes, I'd like to celebrate Curtis. He's only been in eight fights this week. Yay! He, he had been averaging more than that. We're getting somewhere. And we'd make notes and that's a great celebration. And you'd jump in and say, I'd like to celebrate all of our students they did amazing at last week's uh performance or whatever day was having we go oh that's a great celebration we put it in and then we go next and when we'd hit the eight minute ten minute whatever time limit we had given for that we'd say okay great now let's move on to the next part of our agenda but that tiny question you talked about on the why let's talk about what it looks like when we can say, yay, Curtis has only been in eight fights this week. That's a huge celebration. And then you ask. So why did that happen? Absolutely. And what are the things that you have done to be able to support him in learning and so that he does see success? So it really leads to that opportunity to share strategies that 
have led to success. And I think this is much bigger. Obviously, our context is coming from an educational perspective, but when we're thinking about any team, any type of industry, teams that are coming together to be able to say, what are the celebrations we've had, but what have you or we explicitly done that have led to that success? So why is asking that why question so, so important and so integral to an overall culture of collaboration that just grows and intensifies over time? So I think there's multiple levels of things that are going on there. One is that we ask the why so that we can share practice so that we can all learn from that practice. Right. And that becomes a really important piece that, you know, if it was successful for, you know, one child or in one situation, is it likely that it can be successful in another area? Right. So when we ask, so what did you do? And you share things as another participant in the room, I'm curious to hear about strategies you're using, resources you're accessing, maybe something that I can take out. We find in time that during that celebration, it's not just a reporting out. People start to jump in and say, where did you find that? What did that look mm -hmm. like? How did you do that and it's really leading to that collective efficacy that in a really natural way a really organic way we are providing the structure for us to be able to share successful practice and open the door so that we can talk to each other about how that worked and what were some of the details of that experience that you had in success well and we know building collective efficacy, which is essentially when we know we're making a difference. And even more importantly, we have evidence of what that is that we've done, that we can be very clear and articulate in that. I think when you ask me, so what do you do? It forces reflective practice. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. now not just a, huh, I don't think I did anything. Now I'm really having to dig in and think about what has led to that, that that practice on its own is powerful for mm. us. And it, it's a little groups. bit ironic because when you, when you think about, uh, we spend so much time in problem solving and mm -hmm. in trying to drive initiatives forward when we spend very little time in that reflective place. And we know that powerful things come from pausing long enough to be able to reflect on your practice, reflect on the things that you've done, reflect on successes that those things really guide us into our next steps. So when you think about uh, setting up a meeting and in that meeting, we might spend 10 or 15 minutes yeah. on celebrations. I think that's important to be able to say that, you know, if we have an hour, let's take just 10 minutes yeah. for celebration. If we're together for a half hour, let's each just share one, uh, one celebration out, or maybe we're going to have just one celebration before we move to the next part of our agenda. We're not in this suggesting when you meet half of the time is in celebration <laughs> and half is in the rest of your agenda. But when you think about that minimal amount of time that you are engaging in that reflection, how many things come from that yeah. and how powerful the conversation is out of the celebrations that generates new ideas. Absolutely. I think even too, and we've seen it and experienced it when someone is sharing a celebration and see the recognition from their colleagues of even just the smiles or the nods or the, Oh, that's so amazing to hear. 
that's gratifying in itself of Absolutely. building up connections and networks between teams relationships mm -hmm. and yeah that solidifying the the collaborative culture that you're building in your teams okay so then for those listening let's jump in to some suggestions ways that you can really ensure that those celebrations are having impact i think that the first one that we want to share is when people know it's going to be a natural part of the agenda that they come prepared for it we know everyone's going to get asked to share a celebration and you're also going to get asked why knowing that's coming helps to prepare we we talk in schools how the use of a pre-meeting organizer where we've come ready with student names and specifics built in and in that organizer we have that um celebrations and what did you do so that i'm forced to think through it ahead of time but again in any context if i know that celebration's coming and i know someone's going to ask me that coming prepared is huge where I might be spending quite a bit of time even before the meeting reflecting mm -hmm. on specifically what what happened and again we know the power of that reflection mm -hmm. that happens in the time that you take but I might depending like if this is a group of managers coming together I might go have conversations with my teams mm -hmm. um, ahead, of time. ahead of time to say okay yeah. I'm gonna be sharing this out at our next meeting why do you think this happened? What do you think we've done? Yeah. And again, that's powerful even in of itself before yeah. coming to the conversation. And the parallel to that then is constructing an intentional agenda yeah. that includes that celebration time. And, and we would even propose that you have a column on the agenda for the why. Right. So that we don't actually forget about asking that really important question that actually surfaces those Well, and you raise and a ideas. good point that we shared in a previous podcast about the intentional agenda design. And again, we found the use of tables to become yeah. really effective. Yeah. So it can have that, you know, celebrations, 10 minute. What was the celebration? And in the column right beside, what did we do that led to that success or the why i think we've also seen that even in that portion of the agenda being able to then put an action box right underneath mm -hmm. it to yeah. be able to say that during the celebrations if you say one of the reasons why this happened is because as a team we had reflected we had watched this video and it really helped solidify our understanding for us to be able to say "Ooh, can we put an action that you'll share that video out with the rest of us because that mm -hmm. might be helpful so again it's actioning out even from the celebrations component what are some things that we can do that'll build everyone's strength talk about even that reflecting piece how in time it can start to become data informed so that when we say mm -hmm. what's a celebration if i know it's coming i might be reviewing some data pieces to be able to evidence yeah, and you can be really intentional about the celebrations then that you are proposing as part of your next meeting in that we want to be able to look at our our data as well to identify the celebrations that Absolutely. our data is actually pointing to. And we, again, often look to data to be able to identify where are the problematic areas yeah, that we where need the to flags, focus on. The trends we need and to that look will at. help us to take our next steps again. But we also, on that parallel, want to be able to uh, identify what is, what is our data telling us about our celebrations, about the good things that are already happening. Mm -hmm. And again, thinking about 
if this is a celebration that our data is pointing out, then why are we seeing mm -hmm. that? And is there some indicators about what we could be doing in other areas that will also influence those celebrations? So it also then helps me think about, and we've seen this in a number of organizations, where the celebrations start to become a bridge from the last time we met, yeah. where the organization will say, my celebration is in direct connection to an action I took away from the last time. I said I would do this, and the celebration I have is I did it, here was the result, and here's how implementing that from our previous conversation led to a success. And man, is that powerful when someone can say in that my success is I tried the thing Lorna was talking about last time, mm -hmm. and wow, thank you. That worked so well. And Again, it's just continually building up that sense of team and of efficacy through those celebrations. Well, and I love I love the idea of circling back, that we are actually closing the loop mm -hmm. on actions that we have uh, identified are important for moving ahead. Mm -hmm. But then we have that opportunity to come back to say what happened with those actions that I committed to. Were they successful? Were they not? And it might surface either in celebrations or it might surface in other areas of your meeting. But just that idea that we're coming full circle mm -hmm. now and uh, doing the learning that goes along with that. So I guess in closure, when we're thinking about why celebrations matter for building that culture of collaboration, our key message would be don't skip the celebrations. We sometimes hear that uh, an organization will say, oh, we have too much to talk about. We we don't have time to celebrate. And I guess what we're saying is you don't have time not to celebrate. It's a critical part of the process of developing that rich culture of that collaboration. That really doesn't take a lot of time. Does not. All right, we will include some resources in the show notes and the video descriptor, uh, some blogs, some templates in relation to what we've discussed today. As always, reach out if you have questions. Please share with us if you've seen success through the infusion of celebrations, and we will talk to you again next time. See you soon. For more on collaborative response, visit jigsawlearning.ca or join the JL Insider to receive access to newly added resources and content. Make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast and the Jigsaw Learning YouTube channel to access past and upcoming episodes. Join us again as we continue to share tips, ideas, and strategies to help you continue to refine your culture of collaboration.